When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alden Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Come on in, the water is really warm today. It's bubbly. 314-881-TMA5 is the EDF group text inbox. Call in. Let's really focus on phone calls today. Mm. Uh, 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Doug, the show hadn't started, and they, they were not uh, happy. About what? The bubbling uh, water that you spoke of? Uh, let's see. Nate in Tallahassee. There is no fake Nate account. I love the show despite Iggy's insufferable and useless presence. That's oh, Nate in Tallahassee. Gosh. Because yesterday we observed that in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash TMISTL, uh, where you can uh, join in and talk it over with friends of the feather, uh, that Nate in Tallahassee said he was happy for Missouri fans and the win on Saturday against Kansas State. And... Uh, and we thought, well, that was off-brand mm. for Nate in Tallahassee. And then there was an accusation. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. I, I can tell. <laughs> you okay, Tess, you need a break? Is it the Wainwright win? We can go to break right now. Oh. Uh, that, uh, that Nate in Tallahassee had a... Somebody was making a fake Nate in Tallahassee account in the YouTube mm. chat, and therefore Nate in Tallahassee was ready to go at 7.05 to issue that statement. Uh, then right above him... It's 7.08. Where the hell are you guys? My morning routine is shot. Damn it, Leather. That's from Flocky the Smurf. It's 7.09. Where are you? That's from Jackson's Lone Wispy Pube. I don't want to hear damn. I don't want to hear one word about Wainwright from Darren the Hater. What a fraud with that post last night. That's from Todd Reesing. Leave us be, dude. I said it was, what was little your post last night. I love Adam Wainwright. Oh, just a friendly little picture, and I said, hey, look, my buddy just got 200 wins. It was, you know, the picture that he's pointing at me. and Oh, it's a classic. Uh, it's spring training? It was, yeah, it's yeah. one of the better uh, photos that we've taken mm-hmm. there. Yeah, what, what was going on there? I assume he didn't want to participate in your question of the day. Yeah. You were very close to the clubhouse now that I've seen that Walker image. with the paper in front of his face. Mm-hmm. That all that has all of the uh, my Western Illinois University cap. Hard to believe we got banned from that area. It's pretty That's easy. Correct. I remember Jerko. Uh, yeah, pandemic can't do it, huh? Yeah, pandemic can't do it. Okay, those are the good old days when Plowsy actually killed it, and then I had to go down and do it one year, and it was awful. Who are these people that are getting ready for work, and they've noticed that it's 7.08, and the show hasn't started, and they're in such a panic, so upset that they drop what they're doing 
and text in and say, where are you? I like the one-two. I mean, you, you've got your schedule down to the point where just seconds matter when this radio show come on. Knock it off! Well, I would suggest to Nate in Tallahassee, go out and uh, maybe fish today or just go to the pool or do something to make yourself happy. What are you going to do to make yourself happy? I don't know. <laughs> that sounded miserable. Still working on it. I mean, it's to the point now where I can't even relax outside, so I just... Oh, no. More problems right outside your door. But you're moving soon. Yeah, I'm moving, no, like, just I'm moving like 20 feet away. Uh, Shrimply Pebbles is sending in pictures of his wife. I can't remember which one is his wife. Doug, which one is his wife in this picture? Oh, uh, the one that looks like the Victoria's Secret model, I'm sure. If it's a GURP photo, it's definitely the less attractive one. That's where oh most of our listeners are. Uh, let's see. I found a glory hole this weekend. Might call in. Actually, let me clarify. My wife found a glory hole this weekend? There's no such thing. I'll see if I can get her to call in. That's from Shrimply Pebbles. There's no yeah, such thing. We'll never hear from that. So Iggy is shorting that play. Uh, Buzz. Doug, you know, call her Buzz. Did sure. he get the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month in June? I believe he was, yeah. And he says, Todd Reesing is insufferable. I will fist him back across the border. I am getting prime to Ellie Clutch now. Two to lose. Buzz? Okay, we're well into the body of the show now. This is I who we are. I think there should be an asterisk next to his name for... Because we gave him the listener of the month for that story about the doctor from yeah. Chicago. And then his last story when he called in was just so bad that I think you everybody... Want to take it away from him? That I think everybody now believes that that's a fake story. Oh. That he didn't get fisted by a doctor? Well, I don't think the doctor or the... Well, the doctor wife or the making out and getting kicked out of the concert happened. I don't think any of that happened now. Anyone who's had an old school prostate exam has been fisted by a doctor, right? Put that off. You go full fist? I mean, if the doctor <laughs> going like full you fist, can ask, you can ask sure for it. Sure felt like it. My favorite TMA spring training moment was when Iggy put in the effort to put an advertiser's T-shirt on top of a bush. <laughs> That's from the hunchback of Alan Castle. Doug, I believe that was mm-hmm. Seth Goldcamp who was... yeah. On the receiving end of that. With that was the rainy day. Pool. That was the day. It was like 50 degrees outside, 48 degrees outside. I was freezing my ass off. I got uh, one of the Cardinal guys to give me a sweatshirt, and I didn't have the shirt on, so I put it over the bush to give it a little advertising. I wasn't able to, I didn't do that. I, that was a huge mess on my part when I was out there. I just went on the field. Yeah. I definitely should have got kicked out. I did nothing. I would, cat would yell, there's a player, and I would, I'm not running after him. Hell with it. That's also very funny, though. (laughs) It is uncomfortable asking them for interviews down there. When you know they don't want to do it, they're on their way to working out, or they're on their way from being done working out and want to get to the golf course, and there we are. And you know what's funny about those is, like, when they say yes to one... Then yeah, it's like, they got to do the round. Then, then you see the swarm. Mm-hmm. Caller you know, Ellen, uh, who was calling in yesterday, did she ever call in? She did. She might, but we don't see the phone ringing. <laughs> I don't look at it. No. We're going to be two years here. The The skeleton is unfixable. Uh, Jackson on camera, impossible. Phone lines, invisible. Lousy's computer doesn't work. It does right. today. It, uh, it, it has uh, How it's doing? pepped up. Well, I, t- I typically restart it every morning. Oh, that right. Uh, Caller Ellen says the 707 T-shirt is your brand, not 708. Now, there's the T-shirt and hoodie at TMASTLshop.com that says it's 707 in St. Louis, not 708. So you think point. people look at their digital watches and clocks and say, wait a minute, it's 708. Where the hell are they? 
Well, maybe they should look at their clock because Tim said 7.07 when we started the show. So that's what time it is. Well, I just say that out of half. I, I have no do. idea what time it is. Actually, Plowhawk Doug and I were talking before the show, and Plowhawk goes, oh, we're going to start at 7.09. And there was an issue with the timing, though, mm-hmm. he said. Yeah, well, the, the segment that were around the five-ish minute mark have already played in the last couple of days. That one that played right before was the only one that hasn't played in the last 10 days. Mm-hmm. So to shorten it, I would have had to play a segment that would have played two days prior, and I would not have heard the end of that no, from some random no. listener. So I'm not gonna, not gonna do that to myself. Hey guys, played golf with the great Cal Kennedy yesterday. Great butt. Thanks. That's from the six three six. Oh gosh. Maybe the seven oh seven T-shirt should be something like seven oh something or whatever. Thanks, Hunchback of Owen Castle. Hey Tim, real talk, off toppy. During my coked out dark days, I found my childhood babysitter at a bar in Belleville and banged her out. Bucket list thing. It couldn't get hard though, so she dumped some olive oil over me and slid inside of me, and it worked and finally finished. Thanks. What Recovering in the alcohol. World? From Belleville. <laughs> what in the world? To be honest, you rarely start at 707. Why that? are people well, worried about this? I kind of disagree. If there was a time we typically start, I think 707. Please. Well, give him a few minutes. Tim's going to get a long text about. Uh, on April 26th, you started at 708. Oh, is, that, is that a buck swap impression? You started at 707. Like... April 29th, you started at 706. That sounds like Ned Reynolds, though. Yeah, kind hey, of. Ned's killing it right now. Uh, Caller Ellen says, personally, I don't care, but I'm just telling you why it causes problems. How could it possibly cause yeah. anyone a problem? You do realize. Whether we started 707 or 708. You do realize, like, now I'm going to start. I want to start at 709 now. Let's delay it a little bit. I, I think I'm changing or it. Or let's start early and they'll miss it. Are there people burning their shirts because of 707 my ass and throw their shirts away because we started at 708? Ooh, 705. That sounds like a honey hole right there. Usually you're not even looking at a clock, right? Do you really know exactly what time it starts? Good morning in Baltimore. Their morning talk show start on time. That's from Sweet Sweet Cow. Son of a sack ass. <laughs> Baltimore sucks. Doug, the Orioles with a win last night, and they're going to the postseason. It's just a matter of are they going to be the American League East champions. Fun to watch, huh? The Browns. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I read yesterday that the Browns tried to move to Los Angeles. They were going to be the first team to move to Los Angeles. Right? And they were going. They had a meeting to announce it on December 8th, 1941. And the day before, December 7th, Pearl Harbor was bombed. Wow. Major, Major League Baseball officials got together and said, we can't risk this intercontinental travel, you know, the safety of the West Coast is kind of up in the air right now. So, no, you can't move to Los Angeles. How about that? Yeah, so I had never heard that. And you just happened yeah. to read that yesterday? Yes, uh-huh. I did. Why did they leave St. Louis? Couldn't get any fans to watch them. Typical St. Louis. Oh, the Cardinals were doing fine. I'm kidding. I wake up to Tim's voice. If it isn't 707 on the dot, my day is 100% off. That's from the Veiled Prophet. Mm. <laughs> That guy scares me. <laughs> I literally think he's I'm afraid about of 10 or 15. He has 15 <laughs> pretties sitting somewhere. I never know exactly what time it is. My phone is two minutes off of my microwave. Well, trust your phone. You set the one. microwave. Yeah, but I set it The too. phone is set by uh, some kind of international clock. The phone is actually... time is here. Your microwave, you can change yourself. Yeah, what time does your phone say? Probably the exact same time as yours. 719. Yep, there you go. Yeah, 719. Nice, sick. I'll change my microwave when I can only get something to do. 
Yeah, yeah well, you can awesome. change that. 120 Friends of the Feather have gathered uh, in the uh, YouTube chat. It's youtube.com slash TMASTL. And uh, you'll see some uh, wares here. Plowhawk is wearing the TMA hoodie. Everything is 10% off at TMASTLshop.com. And I'm wearing the TMA NASA. Is this what this is, Doug? Is this NASA? It looks like it. NASA me. logo, except sure for does. TMA. Uh, you can get all these in hoodies and T-shirts. Iggy's wearing a KC95 shirt, as he is a, a big fan of KC95. Uh, go get them at TMASTLshop.com. And uh, everything is 10% off when you check out at tmastlshop.com. Hoodies and T-shirts and all of these different things uh, that you have seen us wear. And we will continue to have new ones for you to enjoy. We mentioned Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. Seth Goldcamp. Well, Doug, here we go. Hmm. It's time to start scheduling a furnace tune-up. It sure is, yeah. Even if you don't think you got a problem, a little tune-up, they come in quick-like, put on the little booties, make a few adjustments, and you'll be set to go. Yeah, I'm, uh, my wife and I are scheduling ours with Design Air Heating and Cooling. Uh, whether you are podcasting like the Dickens or you are listening live, you can just go to designairservice.com and schedule from the Book Now tab. And then you forget about it. Furnace maintenance ensures safe operation this winter and significantly reduces the likelihood of furnace failure during the extremely cold days. It's design air, heating, and cooling. Just get it checked out, tuned up, and then you know you're in good shape for the cold weather months. Get it done now so you're safe then. Get it done now Now, so you're safe then. And do it with the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and that is design air, heating, and cooling. And also, uh, you can send in your emails uh, erotic stories. Got a couple last week. Very, it was very hot. QFTA. Really? Very hot. You're right. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com is where you can send in whatever you would like. Well, Doug, you're right. Uh, what a Jim Dandy of a night at Bush Stadium. Mm. Perhaps one of the only Jim Dandies in 2023. A mainly forgettable year mm. for the Cardinals. But last night... Adam Wainwright, in something we could have never seen happening a couple of months ago, got his second straight win, and that win was win number 200. Let's hand it over now to our friend Chip Carey for the call, the final out from Bailey's. Series. Oh, and come on. Give him a moment. It did sound a little World Series-y. Well, but it's, awesome. it's It's one of the more popular Cardinals in recent history. Maybe you the. Know, one of, well, he and Molina, Pujols, I guess, yeah. are all right there together. One of the best pitchers in Cardinal history. He's on the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore, Gibson, Dizzy Dean, Jesse Haynes, Adam Wainwright. That's probably it. So you put Carpenter below Wainwright. I guess no, I'd to. put Wainwright above Carpenter because he's been here for so long. Yeah, no, I get it. That was awesome, though. Like, I, And the shutout, too, and everything, I thought that was kind of the, the cherry on top of that. Suddenly, he's oh. their best pitcher. The last two or three starts. 
You can't do it. I, that might be the best start they've had all year last night. That was unbelievable. How many other guys have gone seven shutout innings with four hits allowed? I, I, it's, I it's had to have happened at some point, but I, I don't remember it. No, I'm glad he got it. That's just I shouldn't say it because Chip is like that. Chip is. I was when I watch highlights, they're down eight to one, and I want to see somebody hit a home run. I want to down eight to nothing. Hello, and it's gonna go. Whoa, what a bomb! It's eight to nothing. Well, how would you like him? To That's call? what I'm saying. That's how he is. Yeah. So it's not another realm of, of him no. going crazy for a 200th win. Well, this is something people have been hoping for and paying attention to all season long. He went like longer, two, yeah. two months, three months without a win. In the air, left field, and gone. That's, that's how that's, you want him to call it. That's, <laughs> what, I like, that's <laughs> what I like to hear when it's down no. eight. Okay, nothing. let's see. Here's John Rooney's call. Doug. All right. Hit the lever, please, Plowsy. Got you, Doug. Helsley tugs on the bill of the cap. Leans against the first base side of the rubber, dangles the right arm, listening for the sign by way of pitch com from Wilson Contreras. The 2-1 pitch with two outs. Here comes to Adamas. A swing, and it's popped up. Short right field. Tommy Edmond goes out. He's under it. He makes the catch. It's a winner. Redbird winner. 200 career victories for Adam Wainwright. Joining Bob Gibson and Jesse Haynes as 200 game winners in the Cardinal organization. Light up the night for Wayno. Who the hell is Jesse Haynes? He was a great pitcher for the Cardinals years ago. Really? Well, I'm not down on that. i got to be honest with you. I just don't see that. I mean, this guy's one of the most popular Cardinals in the last 20 years. Got the final out of a famous NLCS. Still talked about, perhaps more in New York than it is in St. Louis with yeah. the Beltron at bat. Final out of the World Series in 2006. Probably should have won the Cy Young in 2009. Bullpen blew that one. I was in the back of my mind wondering if that was going to happen last night. And uh, yeah. in, in a season in which I think he was understandably left for dead and probably thought he wasn't going to get there, he was able to shut down a team that's been red hot in seven innings. I think it's a great story. I I too. He's been a fantastic Cardinal. I mean, Just a first-class. Yeah, yeah. If you ever get the pleasure of meeting him, you'll, you'll see what a classy guy he is. I'm interested to see what what he does after his playing career. He may just settle down and do nothing with a house full of kids. Or he may become the, the next commissioner of baseball. He, he could do anything. Anything he wants yeah. to do, he could do. And don't get me wrong. I'm not poo-pooing this because I don't like Wainwright. You're right. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet and great for this organization. I just would find it hard to get that excited for a 200th win after a team's going to finish in last place. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, they... it's not. It's a milestone for a pitcher, but it's not Hall of Fame. It's not, you know. It's... There's only four other active pitchers with 200 wins. Can you name them? Yeah, those four all go in the Hall of Fame. Can you name them? Verlander. Yeah. Grinky. Yeah. Um, Scherzer. Yeah, sure. One more. Ooh. Charlie Morton. No. That'd be Kershaw, right? Kershaw. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think he got the 200. He's hurt so much. Gosh. But those are guys. since 2009. (laughs) Yeah, but he's hurt quite a bit. Uh, Those are the guys that are going to the Hall of Fame, and he's not. No, oh. probably not. Oh, we got to keep it real on this program. <laughs> it's it not really no, the day to bash him. There was no Greg Bottomboner rolling a 300, but some of us found it exciting anyways, Ken. That's from Arbor Day. Mm. I know. Did you stand up in your living room when he did and scream like they won the World Series? It was the first time I had watched three straight innings of Cardinal baseball since I don't know when. 
maybe June, July, I don't know. Yeah. People just like him so much that they really desperately wanted to see him get this. I'm it's happy been a, for him. It's been a tough season for him, been a horrible season for the team. <laughs> But a really tough one for him. And to see it end on this happy note, it just makes everybody feel I was good. happy. I was just kind of surprised that they went so gaga. Like, it was a World Series win. You know, well, they didn't really storm the field or anything. I kept up, looking that around. that should do it. Popped up, that should do it. Third out, and there it is. Adam Wainwright, 200th win. Congratulations, Waino. That's it, not scream. Uh, Adam Wainwright addressed the uh, crowd. Many people felt like Iggy did and booed him. <laughs> oh, I would have booed him. Oh, yeah. come on. Uh, here is uh, Adam Wainwright last night speaking to the crowd at Bush Stadium. Okay. First of all, my wife, Jenny, I love you. My kiddos, I love y'all so much. But I love this city. Man, it's a cheap pop. <laughs> Best fans. I love being a St. Louis Cardinal, and I love that I got to play my whole career here. Thank you all so much for embracing me. I love you. Well, what more can you ask from a player than what Adam love Wainwright him. has given the Cardinals? Yeah. What more? Another Cardinals? World Series would have been nice. But oh. Does that count your entire career if you just are in the majors? Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to hold that one year in the minor leagues against him? Doug, got it. That's what we do. I'm interested in doing a guest hit on Balloon Party. That's so funny. I'm happy for him. It's going to be hard to get 200 wins the rest of the way because the pitchers get taken out in the fifth inning now. It's going to be hard. First Garrett, Garrett Cole and Johnny Cueto are the next closest, and they, they both got like 50 wins to get still. Uh, his similarity, uh, guess which pitcher he is most similar to in his career, Doug? Can I have initials, please? R.H. R.H. Ricky Hill. Henderson? He didn't pitch much. Pitched a couple innings. Oh, Roy Halladay. Yes, indeed, Plowlock. Yeah. Dwight Gooden, Jimmy Key, John Lester, and then you remember old Lon Warnicky. Mm, yeah, I remember the name. Uh, those are the top five pitchers. Also, uh, Dazzy Vance. You, you played ball with Dazzy <laughs> Vance at Kirkwood, right? <laughs> I didn't. He was a little before my time. Dave McNally, David Cohn, Max Scherzer, and Tim Hudson. Uh, of those, two are Hall of Famers. Scherzer. Holiday yeah, and certainly. Dazzy Vance, and Scherzer will be. Yeah. Don't you see like Wainwright being maybe like a veterans committee type? I think he Hall could be, and I think it could be not necessarily because solely of his baseball career. I think if he wants to, I think he can be a Tim McCarver-esque broadcaster. Yeah. But as you said, Doug, he's got a large family. You saw his son uh, Caleb with him last night as he was addressing the media in the post game. He's, I would gather, what, three or four years old, it looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, he may not have the interest in, in doing that. But uh, if he does, I think he, as you said, I mean, it's kind of whatever he wants to do. I think he could do it. He just has that... He's really a sharp guy, and he's super likable because people like uh, positivity, and he has so much positivity. I mean, anytime he, he's on with Randy Carricker and Brooke Grimsley and Kerry Davis and Matt Rocchio every Wednesday on 101 ESPN, and everything is always positive. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I, I understand that he's part of the team, but I think he really believes it. I don't think it's spin. It's how he really, it's not a BS session. Now, I don't see it the same way oftentimes, and I'm sure many fans don't see it the same way, the same way. That, but, you know, I, I think it's genuine. And uh, he's just so 
so damn kind. He busted his ass. When he couldn't pitch, he'd be miserable about it. I don't know. I don't know what else you could ask for, and it's damn near two decades of it. No. So for it to culminate that way, I just couldn't be happier for him. And he speaks his mind like he did in that interview with you, Dennis Brintorini, where he's... Yeah. Yeah, he caught caught a lot of hell for that. What is that, 2019, I think? It had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. COVID. His career earnings one hundred and seventy million. So he needs to m- maybe make yeah. another million and a half to be okay. He better at least put together, find a way to make fifty thousand a year. Or oh, something. he can Keep suck on the Cardinals into getting another seventeen million. But what's their oh. pension now after ten years? I think it's like one hundred seventy thousand a year. I think it's probably more than that. That's what it was when I first heard about it several years ago. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. gone up. Only Iggy could find a way to crap on one of the nicest <laughs> athletes to come through St. Louis who's been nothing but gracious and reached a personal milestone that seemed impossible for most of the season. Kurt Warner can go kick rocks, too. What else did he do besides the Super Bowl fraud? Mm. That's from KG and O-Town. Gosh! Mm. Well, that's just so stupid. You're comparing a Super Bowl win to 200 wins. And I didn't. When did I crap all over Wayno? I just said he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I was just a little taken back by how excited the announcers were like it was a World Series. So why don't you listen? Mm. Of course, you got nothing to do. You're not here, so <laughs> all listening on the radio. Uh, he will be here. Uh, Jackson, you're off next Friday. Yeah. Uh, and then Plowhawk, day. you're in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There'll be a lot of KG and O-Town over okay. there. Okay. KG, I can work the 29th. I'm not flying out to the evening on that Friday. That so right? I'm able to work that 29th. Yeah. Well, Jackson, where are you going on Friday? Uh, next Friday, I'll be in Geneva, Illinois. What in the world? You should have just said Geneva and in just <laughs> period, <laughs> your son. Right. Yeah. right. Now, my buddy has a golf tournament. His family puts on a golf tournament every year Sweet. around this time. So. This is Mushmouth? Uh, no, <laughs> Mushmouth. my guy, MPK. So oh. me and all my friends, we go up there. Okay. And my friends in Chicago come, too, and... Another guy's trip, kind of like that the cabin thing in Tennessee. Yeah, it's for, I mean, it's a charity golf tournament. It's a yeah. Oh, so different. you're staying at a hostel? No, I'm <laughs> staying at my boy's mom's house. Nice. Mm. That sounds bad. I'm going to stay at my operator. boy's mom's house. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just the truth. No, you go have a good time, I guess. No, that'd be fun as hell. I love golf tournaments like that. Ken, just pretend Wayno's achievement is similar to an AI machine rigged to be like a drug dillion harpoon calling you, and maybe you'll be more excited about it. Doug, that's from future Hall of Famer Carlos Spicer. Oh. Well, it wasn't a fake call. That Dillian Happer? Yeah, there was one question that we, the one thing she said to me about Leo that nobody would know. Except uh, for Leo? Except for her. So That's... it wasn't somebody just. Leo is who again? Uh, Jennings said he had some great weed. Oh, it was unreal. Oh, did you fire. enjoy some of it? Oh, hell really? yeah. Really? How about Leo, Doug? He was basically a suitcase pimp. Oh, way more than, yeah. Oh. Um, but there was something I gave her that he took. And only two, What'd you give her? Only two people knew that. That was him and her. So she Are you getting turned on by this? She, she, uh, what up, Dilly? What did she you give her? her? <laughs> it's no big deal. What did you give this gal? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, wow. Well, Leo knows. But he took it instead of giving it to her. Hmm. So anyway, and she, and she Can we have a clue as to what this might she have been? She mentioned that, so nobody would have known that. Yeah, I was a naughty, naughty little girl I was. <laughs> Why can't we, <laughs> can't we know what this item was? Why can't we know what the item was? It's nobody's business. Well, why would Leo have taken it? I don't know. Maybe he liked it, too. Was it Good gift? evening. Thanks, Van. I'm television's own Doug Chandler That's Hill, and I'm here live at the St. Charles Family Arena with our top story. 
Yeah, you can do that very easily on AI. But to, to, <laughs> so cold, I get. to hold an entire conversation and answer questions and bring stuff up is kind of hard to do on an AI. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm answering this. Like, I care what you think. Well, Leo certainly liked that item. He must have. What, what the hell was it? Is it like the Holy Grail? I guess. We're talking like a mink coat. Is it Vera Wang? You got a live hat on there? No. Me? Oh, you got a live hat? What do you got there, I Doug? I don't think so. It's my son's uh, industrial fan company hat. Nice. Chop Air. Mm, I like that. Chops Ritter? Chops Ritter is the CEO. Head <laughs> <laughs> <And> spokesman. <laughs> anyway, I love Wainwright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but she did not like the enthusiasm surrounding his milestone victory. I thought it was a little odd. That's just me. Uh, here is Adam Wainwright on what it means to get the win at home. All right, hit the lever. Um, you know what? I do think that uh, having to work as hard as I had to work for it made me savor it that much more. You know, um, there was a time where I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to keep going. You know, um, or if they were going to even let me keep going. But uh, I'm sure glad I got to and glad I turned things around as of late. Try to, you know, maybe make some adjustments, figure out how to pitch with the with the stuff I'm working with. So, um, but that's one of the most fun games I've ever pitched in my whole life. You know, um, certainly will go down as a top three moment for me ever, you know, baseball wise. So um, glad I got to do it here in front of our fans. How about that? No. Imagine Beltran and uh, Brandon Eng and that. No. I wonder if the Cardinals would have been competitive, like they'd have been a game out of first place, a couple of games out of the wild card, if they would have continued to pitch him. Boy, you are really digging in. Yeah. I'm just curious, because he, he mentioned it, no. the Cardinals let me continue to pitch, but I'm wondering if they were... So, like, if they would have yanked him out of the rotation, if they would have been in the wild card race, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, then, then you're saying that somebody would have come in and pitched much better than him. Yeah, but they would have been playing fairly well if they're in the wild card race or oh, right so, so hold on. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Had they been in the wild card race, would they have let them kept pitching? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I I see what you're saying on that. Yeah, I mean the whole the core issue for the Cardinals is they didn't tend their off season pitching yeah. for whatever reason. I still think there may be a legitimate business reason. Still, people probably won't want to hear it. Um, or that was just absolute malpractice by the front office, either way, uh, that's what I was wondering. Like, Then that means that there's a pitcher somewhere that they could have put him in and pulled him from the rotation. Now, he got here in part because the team was not competitive and they could yeah. trot him out there and go, okay, well, if we lose, what does it matter? You can, you know, once you're out of the playoff mix, you can't get more dead, you're dead. So whatever happens, happens. But credit to him. In what might be the final time we see him pitch. Yeah, if I, I was him, Ricky I think Horton, I'd shut it down. Ricky Horton was talking about that last night on the postgame show with Alexa Dat, you know, and I agree with his thing. I always, this thing about, hey, you should have gone out with Pujols and Molina. It's like, you know, he goes out when he wants to go out, and he was an effective pitcher last year. There's a lot of revisionist history on Adam Wainwright in 2022. Uh, he was a damn good pitcher for to the point that I think he might have been the game one starter if you would have asked who the game one starter would be at the end of August, he was that good. He just was terrible in September and then didn't even pitch in that Philly series. So with that all established, if he wants to finish it that way, that's a perfect way to finish it and then have him, you know, getting at bat on the final weekend and that'll wrap it up. And maybe that's the way for it to go. I don't know. Obviously it's his call. The games mean nothing at this point. 
So God bless him either way. You know, there's yeah, what, two more weeks of irrelevant baseball. I'd bring him out the last game of the season let him pinch hit. Pinch hit? So yeah. he can strike out to end his career? So what? He, he loved to hit in this DH in both leagues. It takes the hitting away from him. He, he used to love to hit. I could see possibly putting him in towards the end of the game as a, in a relief role, letting him face a hitter or throw a pitch and then let him take a, one last walk off the mound to an ovation. I, I could see that thing maybe happening. If I were him, I think I would want to end it on, on that note, on last night's note. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't bring him out to pitch again when he gets rocked for five or six hitters and he goes up. But, hey, let him pinch hit. What do you care? They're not going anywhere. I kept In the ninth inning, I kept expecting to see the cutaway of Wainwright in the dugout. Yeah, but he wasn't Nervous in the dugout. Watching. Yeah. I, I, I wonder they showed why. him going down to the, yeah. to the clubhouse. But I, I wonder why he watched it there. Podcast. Podcasting the show. I don't think he was podcasting anything. Oh, was he really? Yeah. He missed Lee Sand on Friday, so he wanted to get double back. Yeah, see football advice. Because it took him a while to come out of the dugout. Yeah, the two erotic stories last week. No, that's not what he was He had to finish it up. He did one pregame. He's catching up on F my ass locker. (laughs) Is that the title of that one? That's not what he was doing. I think it's FMSL. He could have. It was two and a half hours. No, it isn't. It just isn't what he was doing. Segment, so maybe he listened to half of it before the game to yeah, get psyched right. up for the game, and then afterwards went and listened to the left. Little dessert. I don't know. I gotta go finish. Before this. I, I gotta go finish Timmy's podcast here. Absolutely. Before I finish, before I start this, I want to say this isn't a, a shot at no, Wayne Ryan. No, <laughs> here comes a shot. <laughs> Not a shot, but I am excited about the youth movement moving forward. I, I, I think it kind of. You know, the, the pool hole staying was amazing last year with Yachty, but I, I think it kind of a distraction and kind of overblown, and I, I think that just is all the attention that it gotten, especially for Wainwright the last month and a half, two months. I'm excited for kind of the youth movement and not have a, you know, a, a charity farewell tour, as you would say. Like, I, I'm excited about that. Because the last couple of years we've had that. Watching pool holes. So you're you know, excited he's mi- leaving? I, I think I'm excited that, you know, we could see some young guys – you know, try to step up and see what he does as an ambassador for the team as opposed to, you know, a $17 million ADRA guy. And that's no offense. Yeah, he's had a wonderful career. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer in the Cardinals. But I, I just, I, I think it's time that we we get that youth movement, especially since we are, like, one of the worst teams in baseball. <laughs> What's amazing is the last last day of the season, that's Sunday, uh, Wayno's going to play. Are they going to band? They're going to sing? I did see that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. But they're giving away probably their best giveaway of the year. And I've been fortunate. I've gotten almost every giveaway this year without going to a game. Uh, <laughs> the, the listeners are very nice. And if you go in and get that extra guitar, let me know. Uh, they're giving away a Wainwright. Extra guitar. They're giving away a Wainwright guitar to 25,000 fans. It says it's a playable guitar. It's like 14 inches long. I think I want. I think I want to do Man on the Street that day because um, I think they're going to be. So, I think they'll line up the night before. And I really want to get a soundbite of what exactly they're doing there for eight hours. A fourteen-inch guitar—that'd be like a little ukulele. Yeah, or but something. it's playable. But I don't think anybody's going to play it. But the thing is, is that um, I, w- I checked on eBay, and the game is two weeks away. They're already selling it for one hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> pre-order now. Hmm. So yeah. this guy already knows he's got like a hundred tickets he bought for eight bucks, and he's going to go get in line and get a oh, hundred. Nice margin. Yeah. Oh God. Well, you're not happy about that. Not if you well, get a guitar. No, because not... it takes away from the people that actually want it. When you go buy 75 tickets for 8 bucks, 
and you just go in and out of the turnstile 75 times, and you got all these guitars packed in bags, and you leave, and there's people that get in there and they can't get one because they only give away 25000 and one guy's taking like 75 of them. Now, if you buy an $8 ticket online, just the fees alone make it like $38, don't they? I don't think it's that much. Uh, the fees are substantial. Yeah, but they sell them. He's selling these things for $100, and he already had three orders. Three people have ordered. I couldn't believe he agreed to the concert aspect of it, though. Like, I, I, I think the giveaway's cool. I think they're going to... He loves to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess so. I, I... Every off-season, he does something like that where he sings. Maybe he'll be a country music singer. What if he brings that acoustic session? Oh, gosh. That would be the move. Mm. <laughs> I haven't heard him sing that much. Is he good enough to be like a... He sang the national anthem before the opener against the Blue Jays. How do you do? Yeah, I guess I haven't paid enough attention to to know whether he's got the talent to actually be a recording artist. Damien. (laughs) Now, what was that? Could be one of his hits. (laughs) I think he's writing some original pieces to this, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. You get to see hear like new material. Well, that would be an interesting twist if he were to become a country music singer. I thought he was doing get Bob, out of Bob baseball completely. Sheet, like I said the other day, but I'm pretty sure I read now that he's doing his own songs. Huh? That's awesome. All right. That's a talent right there, Doug. Yeah, he's got a lot of things going on. Well, Jamie sure. Burkhart has talent, Doug. You're right, and he is the uh, general manager. At, uh, at Alton, uh, Munganest, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, and, of course, uh, St. Louis Acura. That's uh, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, the presenting sponsor of our 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly morning after St. Louisacura.com and AltonToyota.com. It's Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Doug, what do you love about Munganest? Oh, I don't know. Everything. Nice. They got me driving that Toyota Highlander from Alton Toyota, which is really a sweet SUV. If you're in the market for an SUV, you got to look at the Highlander. It's, it's bigger than they used to be. It's got all the bells and whistles. Got that third row back seat if you want it. Really a fantastic car. And they let me drive it. And I'd like to thank them for that. Wonderful car. Wonderful people. 314-252-0029. And uh, that is how you can talk, call or text. Mung and ask St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota. Online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Uh, Aaron Doug with the nipple rings is in the YouTube chat, and she says that TMA Space T-shirt is fire. Oh, really? Yeah, the one that uh, that is across my chest this morning. That is good looking. Yeah. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, it's brand new. I like that. Uh, Why, that's right across your boy chest. That's right. That's where you yeah. can find it. Yeah, yeah a little panty rooster in the corner of it. TMASTLshop.com. Yeah, there's a little floating panty rooster out in space. <laughs> uh, TMASTLshop.com is where you can get it. And uh, the Plowhawks that you can see on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. I have that hoodie as well. And uh, it's all available. TMASTLshop.com. And you get 10% off when you check out. And there's all different colors. Boy, there's a ruckus out in the Someone's hallway. Hell there's a, you think there's a scrap? Before 8 a.m. I, I think you need take to. Take a look. Right down up there. Wow. They put us right by the flusher and the kitchen. <laughs> Doug, they're trying they're to smoke absolutely. us out of our holes. <laughs> it was learn. It wasn't really learn. Yeah. Oh gosh. That was so loud. Tell her to be quiet. 747, the first learn mention. Not by me. No. Out of anger though. All right. Uh, you I'm... are literally the only person in St. Louis who cares about. The giveaway hog, stop it. We hear about it once a week on the show. That's from the Crystal City Clam Hammer. 
Well, you hear about it again. There, there's a cheapie that was only ninety one eighty five. I don't okay. know. Okay. And the whole purpose of this is to give it away to somebody at a bowling tournament, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole concern. Doug, you just cut to the quick. Yeah. You just went right. I mean, it's a nice little item. It's a charity event, and uh, people seem to enjoy the cardinal giveaways that we have for Gobble Bowl, so they're up on the table. Yeah, screw those guys who actually buy tickets for the giveaways. Now excuse me while I stay at home and guilt the listeners into bringing me some souvenir toys. That's from Scooter. Scooter? Scooter. Oh. That's a combination of Gunter and Scooter. Yeah, I thought it was a German version of Scooter. How am I guilting anybody? Most of these people reach out to me, actually, and say, Iggy, I got an extra one of these. Do you need a Goldschmidt jersey? I got an extra bobblehead. Do you want it? They reach out to me. So, Big uh, man I'm on sorry. That I, sorry. Maybe next year for Gobble Ball, I'll just give away four things. I won't get any Cardinal giveaways. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, duh. No, we're being threatened. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're going to make comments like that, I mean, God forbid I try to get some nice things for the charity giveaway. But... Mets have nothing to hold their heads down for. Except they didn't play that well, and they gave away this World Series. <laughs> That's probably the guy that stole a pool hole ball one year off the table. Someone stole the oh, ball? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Why are people so bad at life? Just oh, in general, bad. yeah. What Humans feel, are bad people. <laughs> what I feel bad was uh, it was Ryan Kelly's. He had bought some raffle tickets, and I just had my niece watch his tickets. And he got the pool hole ball, and I had it in a box with some other things that people had won that weren't there, and... Go back and somebody just walked by, took the pool small, and just left. I'll be darned. It wasn't anybody who was bowling for, in our thing, it was somebody who was there just wandering around the bowling alley. Yeah. St. Charles Hoosier. Mm. Mm. Well, these people need to be stopped and dealt with accordingly. So anyway, if you want to come out and yell, <laughs> you want to come out and yell at me on uh, November eighteenth and bash me for all the things on the table, I'll be out there. Cave Springs Lanes, come on out, say hi. People just coming in, right, screaming at you because of what you have. Lay money down on the, the table. And just those are all the things you begged you for. Hmm. Oh man. Well, I hope you get your guitar. Who is displaying these bobbleheads anyway? Middle-aged sad dads in their basement bars next to their bourbon displays while their wife is upstairs selling charcuterie boards to their vapid friends. Doug, that's from the birthday hawk. Is that what's going on? I think so, to some degree, yeah. Don't forget yeah, smoking people, the finest A lot of people like bobbleheads. Yeah, they're fun when you get them and then you take them home and you go, okay, what do I do with it now? Now it's clutter. I mean, if, you, if you're somebody who just enjoys bobbleheads, you usually display it. I've been to some people's man caves that have like 50, 60 bobbleheads on the shelves. They look kind of cool. But if you're people like this guy buying 80 tickets for guitars, you're putting them on eBay. You really don't care about bobbleheads. Oh. I had a bunch of them that Dave Green had. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I think, yeah, you guys were still at 590 when Dave was there. And in his desk, he had all these bobbleheads. They had like 75 bobbleheads displayed. And when he left there, he texted me. He goes, Iggy, you can have all those bobbleheads. Oh, great, because I had collected bobbleheads, too. So I went in there one night, and I just cleaned it out and put it in a box. And Katie, who used to be, I guess, the office manager there. Katie. Sales, sales manager, whatever. Uh-huh. She said, uh, did you take all those bobbleheads? I said, yeah, Dave gave them to me. Uh, that's 590 property. We need those back. I said, well, I like their 590 property. I said, they were given to Dave. 
but they were in this in our office, so they're ours. She made me bring all the bobbleheads back. Oh. I tore the heads off a few. Oh, why? Why <laughs> so spiteful? Well, they, they really weren't yours. You were being spiteful because Dave gave them to me, so I just kind of broke a few of them. Oh, gosh. Daddy Padre says, man, Iggy is wild about this Wayno stuff. Iggy's back. Mm-hmm. Could he be the Blues' new captain announced today at 1130? Uh, no, it's got to be Shen, right? There's nobody else. Shen is winning Jeremy Rutherford's Gallup poll. He did a Gallup poll okay. on the Twitter tweets. Uh, about 75%. Robert Thomas getting the other think. 25%. Yeah, you know when they're like doing Gallup polls for captains? Team's weak. Oh, come oh, on. no. Team's Bill. weak, but you need oh, a rebuild. Oh, no, You need a Bill. rebuild. That's why they, they won a cup, and you kind of got to... You know, they made a mistake letting Petrangelo go, which I thought at the time was a good idea. I was with them in that camp. So you just got to rebuild it, and you, know, you gave two giant contracts to two young, you know, up-and-coming guys. You got to see if it pays off. They are not going to be very good, though, Doug. Well, I don't know. If Bennington shines. Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe. Yeah, Bennington's not a choice. I know gold is usually aren't captains, but he's probably one of the most feisty guys on the team. Yeah, wrong personality. Wrong personality. Really? Don't yeah. you want somebody feisty in there? No. That... You, want a, yeah, you want a calm leader who can not a C. take the young guys under his wing when he has yeah, to see, and that's... speak to the team and speak what with the Bortuzzo? media. It should be the opposite. Somebody who's out there sticking up for him and uh, Shen does people. that. Shen does all that. I don't want a quiet guy like him. Come on, guys. We can do it. I want a guy going to get fiery in there. Well, we've seen Shen fight guys to protect other teammates. I haven't seen a game in a while, so I haven't seen that. Before. Okay. There's <laughs> the analysis. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Nathan from the east side of Alton wants a follow-up on this Dave Green desk story. follow-up? I told you How big of a desk does a gentleman need to have in order to store 75 bobbleheads in said desk? That's a lot of bobbleheads. That story was a total lie. That's Nathan from the east side of Alton. He had them all behind him, too. He had them on the desk. He had them behind him on the table. He had them on the shelves. He had them all over the place. Really? You ever see the old Mike and Mike show? How big was that that table they had? They had bobbleheads all over the place. Where did he get all these bobbleheads? People gave them to him. Then he gave them to me, and they took them back. And you, after you broke them. I know Dave Green isn't listening, but if you are, Dave, call in and verify this story, please. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to call in. How many do you think you broke? I'm going to text him and tell him to call in. Huh? How many of these bobbleheads <laughs> do you think you broke? Four or five. Did that make you feel good? Yeah, it did. Say, so, hey, you want them back? You're going to have some in two pieces. Oh. Hey, Tim and Iggy, I'd like to offer a night with that gaped coal mining pig for Gobble Bowl auction, who is doubling now as the pivot man for all the first mates while the crabbing fleet is out to sea. He can go down on multiple men during a storm under deck. <laughs> that's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves, and that's that's Jackson's buddy, Sweet Sweet Kai now, Doug, and he is uh, he's in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah well, let me tell you something about the recovering alcoholic. Okay. Yeah, he has an inn. He had donated dinner for four with a wine pairing at a four-course meal at Olive and Oak for Gobble Bowl, so thank you. Yeah, he's a good cat. 
I-L-L. Yeah, Doug. With a wine pairing. Yeah, it's like a chef's table almost. Four-course meal. Now, how many charcuterie boards made uh, by desperate housewives? Now, there's a oh. lot of anger about Jordan Bennington's name pronunciation oh, by Iggy, which was Bennington. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean full-on rage. Yeah, that's where I live. Nathan uh, from the east side of Alton said, you said it was inside of his desk. Inside, inside of his desk. What, he kept them in the drawers? I don't know. Come on. And I'm so used to saying where I live. I need some warm milk and some cookies. Oh, Bennington. I need some cookies and some milk. Bennington, Bennington. Bennington sounds out. the same. <laughs> oh, you people are nitpickers. Oh. <laughs> texting Dave Green. They really want to know how big Iggy's desk is. I don't get that. Well, Blues talk already. Hockey just ended. That sport sucks. Go NBA. That's hey. from Dirty Chewbacca. Gosh. Is Jackson Dirty Chewbacca? I don't know that that's him. No, no, no. I've learned my lesson. It didn't just end for the Blues. They've been out, what, since April? That's right. Guys, really surprised there's no talk of Chris Nagel yesterday. Dude got a T5 at the Simmons, moved up 30 spots, and into the top 120 to continue his season. No, good that is him. sweet. I, saw, I, I, I thought we did talk about that briefly. I watched Nagel Tracker. I was curious to see how he finished. Yeah, he's moved up to, I think, 91st. The two tournaments left. And if you finish in the top one, if you finish 120 or above, you have status on the Corn Ferry Tour next year. Exempt status on the Corn Ferry Tour, so, you know, unless he finishes dead last the last two weeks. I what mean, about getting a PGA Tour card? I don't follow how this works. Top 30. So he's got to go, go top 30? Can he go top 30? Is he oh, yeah. realistic? I mean, he finished... So he's top 30 this weekend? No, after... There's two tournaments left this week, and then I think you have to be in the top 70 going into the next week, and then the top 70 play the final... Corn Ferry Tour Championship, and after that, the top 30 get their PGA Tour uh, card. So he need uh, two top fives or a win in the top five. A win would do it. Um, but if he could finish second, fifth, I think it'd get him in the top. I don't think it's going to get him in the top 30. But the main thing now for him is just to secure a playing privileges on the Corn Ferry Tour next year for Good the for entire him, year, because this year he's kind of like have to go through the shuffle and, you know, play in seven. And if he plays well, he gets another two. You know, 120, you can play every week if he wants. Well, I hope he does well, because I feel like we took a lot of wind out of his sails. Well, he was rocked by the, was it six yeah. and five? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, he missed uh, 10 straight cuts after he, uh, just think if he doesn't, I mean, his last four weeks, I think he's finished 16th, 16th, 9th, and 5th. Before that, he missed 10 straight cuts after we beat yeah. him. He was, uh, I think he had a back injury. Watching an interview he did, and he had a back injury earlier in the year. Uh, he needs a top five to get into the final event this weekend. Okay. So there you go. Mr. 63011, who watched us play Nagel with that information. So that's Meadowbrook inside word. Yesterday on my morning walk, I watched a guy whip out his ween and release his brine on the side of a building whilst holding his bud ice tall boy in the other hand. Mm. I made unfortunate contact with him, too. Viva La Baltimore. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. Oh, he's in Baltimore. He is. Yeah, he moved out of the coal mines. And he saw that in Bay Bruce hometown. Guys, I'm surprised you haven't talked about how I had my ass licked for the first time this Sunday. Oh. I bet the wife and ass lick when the Giants were down 20 to nothing that they would win. And wow, I now get why this is so popular. I went on all four knees. Went on all fours, no knees above the head. Thank you, Giants, and thank you, Tim. That's from Color Buzz. We didn't need any of that. None of that did we need, Buzz. Fun comeback for the Giants, though. Buzz is off the rails. <laughs> we trusted Buzz. He got the Milagro tequila list of the morning. Right. 
and he's gone completely off the rails. I don't know what this doctor fed him, but boy, it wasn't good for him. What's our call-in number? Doug, it's 636-9004-TMA. You're going to try to get Dave Green to call in to give us the bobblehead story? Yeah. Okay. Do we need it? <laughs> well, there may, have been, there, may have been some, there may have been something I missed. Maybe know. call Katie and have her call in and give her oh, side Katie. of the story. No, I don't know where she is. This is how I want the Dave Green right Jackson, tell the people about Mark Canna because he's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable, Tim, because he is the great communicator. Woo. You'll talk with Mark Hanna, and you'll be like, man, it's so unbelievable how great he is at communicating. <laughs> that's what you're going to say? That's why I, I, like, I put it on mute, and I say that to myself. <laughs> Every time I go on the phone with Mark Hanna. Enjoy that idea. He's just speaking English, right? Right, but it's, it's you know, for me, I, finances can stress people out. It stresses me out sometimes. Planning for the future mm. can be a little bit daunting, but having someone like Mark Hanna in your corner is so important. Everyone needs that person in their life that they can lean on, finan- like you can lean on for financial advice, or, you know, if you have questions down the road, you need to change up your plan. Working with someone like Mark Hanna is so key. I'm really excited that I got started doing it early, uh, but you can... Doesn't matter where you are in your life, you can work with Mark Hanna. He can help you out in a major, major way. You get on the phone with Mark, you're gonna feel better getting off that call than when you got on it. And that's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna. There it is, Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Evergreen STL. Dot com and CD Longo and Doug Biggs of LongoBigs.com like to help our audience. They are TMA listeners, and you can go to LongoBigs.com to work with them. CD Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. They will deal with the insurance company and take the fight head on, allowing you to get back to what's important, which is recovering from your injuries. CD and Doug are trial lawyers meaning they won't settle if there is an obstacle, a complication in your case. In fact, most cases have them, and Doug and CD will overcome those obstacles and take your case all the way to trial if necessary. In injury cases, there can be a lot of money on the line, and you shouldn't trust your case with just anyone. When you're injured by someone else's negligence, justice is paid in dollars, and CD and Doug will fight to get you every dollar you deserve. It's Longo Biggs Injury Law, accepting personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases go online at longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Michelob Ultra, sponsor of the TMA Hit and Giggle. And that is coming your way on Friday, October 6th at Family Golf and Learning Center. Your $55 ticket will include nine holes of golf, beer for Michelob Ultra, and lunch or dinner, depending on your tea time. Tea times are at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. It's also presented by... Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and Family Golf and Learning Center. It is the TMA Hit and Giggle Friday, October 6th. Uh, Doug, maybe I'll play in the 10 o'clock tea time and the 3 o'clock. I was out there last night, and I uh, just got some short game work in. Did Had you? that short game area to myself. Oh, how do you do? Huh. Are we going to do the perfect? show from there that day? I don't know. I'll uh, listen to whatever our there? bosses tell us. I how think else so. would you get there at 10? No. Uh, I would imagine then we would do the show. I would have to stand to reason, unless we just say, you know what, we'll we'll sleep in that day. We'll all sleep together. No, we and won't. And we'll like camp out right by the short game area. We could sleep down there by the river. Oh yeah, right by the Merrimack, the shores of the Merrimack that night. Gators. 
Well, they don't have gators, but you probably got mosquito or two. So the first tea time is 10, right? That's right. 2.30? 3.30, I thought, right? Well, there's going to be a lot of time in between. I mean, it shouldn't take more than an hour and a half to play. I wouldn't think so, no. All right, time to sit around and... Have some, lunch there? Lunch. Get working. Eat some lunch. Tim can go up and make all kinds of money in the short game area. Yeah. Best of luck to whoever wants any piece of my ass. I'll go stretch, no. out, stretch out my arm. You'll get it ready for 2.30. Get ready for that buck 80 drive. Huh. You're already kind of lowering expectations. Well, I can't bring the club all the way back, so... No, for whatever. Thanks. I said I would try it, so I'll try it. Okay. It's inspirational. You can't even do a full backswing? I get it to about here. Then, it, then what happens? Then it kind of stiffens up. Yeah. What are you going to do? No, I don't know. I just don't know. I like that hat, though. Man. Everything you see here is for sale. <laughs> Whatever you'd like. I have a rent-to-own option, too, if some of this no, stuff is, is right? too pricey. You lay away yeah. stuff? Yeah. That's what uh, Doug, the tags uh, on it. I'm told this could be Dave Green calling in. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, probably a Shrewsbury Butter Squirrel. I, we don't know. Yeah. Hello? Hello, hello, caller. Hello. Boys, 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 yeah, boys. There he goes. Boys, that's not Dave boys. Green. <laughs> hell, gonna... That was it? That wasn't Dave Green. Gosh. No, it wasn't. That's... Those are the kind of people that are complaining because we're on at 708, not 707. I got, like, really high there for, like, or something. Like, I just said hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that the Imperial March? I mean, is, is that well, like, I don't know. That was great. It's like in sixth grade where you make prank <laughs> phone calls. Uh, is your refrigerator running? Mm-hmm. Better go catch it. <laughs> our system to get on the air here. It's a fortress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ever call a bowling alley and say, do you have 16-pound balls? Well, yes, we do. Oh, what nice jock you wear. Uh, uh, uh. Wow, Doug. It, it was Doug's glue guzzler, and he's back on hold. And uh, I thought it no. might have been, I, He said DG, and I thought it was either <laughs> Doug's glue guzzler or Dave Green. <laughs> uh, Doug, this is Doug's glue Blue guzzler. Okay. Hello, Guzzler. Boys, 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 it's still boys, going. Boys. He never stopped. Darth Vader is walking in. What up, boys? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Well, what are you doing? Uh, driving to work. Okay. I got a cornucopia of topics. Would that be the right way to use that word? All right. Just hit, hit him quickly, please. For one. Hey, Iggy, I actually saw Iggy at the grocery store. I just have one question. Iggy, do you wear a mask? To actually try to not get noticed? No, I still I still wear a mask when I'm in a places that have a bunch of people in it. You're kidding? Legit, legit. I just thought it'd be super funny if you wore it to not get noticed. Well, I wear it too because it's kind of classy. It's kind of like the polo bear, you know, the polo little teddy bear with the golf outfit on. A mask is classy. Oh, that one is. Well, I can I can spot that. I took it down to talk to you though. I took it down to talk to you. You did. You did. Well, good to see you. Did you notice the okay. upside-down pineapple in my cart, too? I did not notice that, but maybe my senses were tingling. Mm. Did you need a threesomes recently, bro? Yeah, actually. That's what I call. It turns out I haven't called in a while because I actually only tell stories that are real, and in real life, you don't you don't have threesomes every other week. So Is that an attack uh, on caller Buzz? A little bit, yeah. Mm. Mm. You don't think his wife's f- fingering him? Oh, I think, well, you know, the story about falling into like a really creepy middle-aged couple, that is a very realistic situation in this world. So that I do believe. Where do you run into these couples? 
Okay, so my wife actually wanted to go to a lifestyle party, and I tried to, and this was actually, this is a year and a half ago, so I tried to explain to her that most of the time when we when we go to one of these, that the, the options are going to be very scarce, and she really just didn't want to believe me, so we did go to one. Actually. No, I just have a follow-up real quickly, Color Buzz, or not Color Buzz, uh, this is Dave Green. Uh, the, the, the options are scarce because there aren't a lot of people there, or there are a lot of people there, but it's a it's a bad, like, BMI situation or, or what have you. The latter there. Oh, is that right? The latter. Okay. Yeah, and I tried to warn her. Like, I just had, you know, I just knew it was going to be like that, and she didn't believe me. So we went, and it yeah, it was exactly how I thought. Uh, honestly, a little worse than I thought. Mm. More more cellulite than you had anticipated. Oh, Tim, so much cellulite. So I gather this party was in St. Louis or like at the lake. No, Kansas City actually. Ah, well, oh, you know, six in one hand. And your wife thought it would be like going to a party in Hollywood after <laughs> after the Oscars or something. <laughs> I guess, I, yeah. I think she thought there were going to be a lot of people our age, and yeah. she soon found out that we're a rarity in this world right now. And how old are you uh, to uh, Doug's Glue Guzzler? Very early 30s. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and and was, what was she looking for? Was she looking to scissor? No. Oh. Um, actually, we have a double-ended toy that... Uh, <laughs> That Lisa talked about last week. Uh-oh. She talked about how good it was. Uh-oh. I'd like to confirm that with Lisa that it is very fun. Not with me. I have a different purpose in those positions than using the toy, but it can result in a variety of fun activities. So are you are you constantly engaging in the less popular MFF? That's the only thing we engage in, which is why I was actually another topic. I, I don't think our relationship, even though we're non-monogamous, I would not consider us swingers. Uh, Iggy, do you have a problem with that? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what were you doing in Kansas City? I mean, you're going to a swingers party, weren't you? Were you at a swingers party in Kansas City? We, we Yes, but we were, see, my wife was thinking we would pick up an open last there. And again, I tried to warn her that that was not Obviously, that was not what happened. Well, I mean, if you go to a swingers party, you would consider yourself swingers, wouldn't you? Mm. Well, right now we've only had MFF, so what would you consider that's, that? That's still swinging. You just you just prefer, I mean, the, the couples that always pick me up at Hedo, they're swingers. The couples that pick <laughs> you Somebody up. Somebody check the text line. <laughs> yeah. They're Somebody swingers. The they... What is Mr. What is Mr. Smith saying? Uh, let's see. Okay. The people are texting in. Uh, well, it turns out no one cares. Put your mouth around your exhaust and die. You're a try hard on par with the seminary student. Cut yeah. his mic. That's from the Gosh. Table Rock Lake Monster. Uh, <laughs> Doug's glue guzzler needs to get through his list of topics because it's time for the WWE wrestling <laughs> recap. I believe that comes oh. from Larry Nickel, who texts in mm-hmm. uh, to the program when he's not happy that we're not putting him on. Uh, let's see. Uh, now, this is interesting, Doug's glue guzzler. Does this gentleman want to get the wives together to see if we can facilitate some tribbing? If so, I may have a taker. Wow. Is that from? It just says 314. Well, that's not going to help. <laughs> well, I mean, the phone number is stored, but I, they don't have a name stored. 
Yeah, we're going to give the phone uh, over to Tell them to Glue send Dussler? a DM of his wife to Iggy, and then I'll reach out to Iggy and get the... Yeah, I bet you like that play. I don't, I don't want to get involved in that. Oh, why not? Well, there's just too many bad things that could happen and nothing good for me. Uh-huh. Uh, Big Tough says, hey, guys, this guy's stories are as real as Ken's. Uh, Dave with the cauliflower says, this guy has to be on the Mount Rushmore of TMA tryhard losers. Mm. And for TMA, that's elite company. <laughs> Mr. Lick says, is this the guy who's short and slightly overweight and people say he looks like John Rom to be nice about it? Oh. That's what Mr. Lick He does look like John Rom. <laughs> he does? Yeah. I think he does. He's not fat. Uh, now, you got something from the Swinghaven board member. Boys, Doug's glue guzzler is spot on regarding... Lifestyle parties, the best way to handle the lifestyle is to find your own tribe and keep them close. That's from the Swinghaven board member. Have you found your tribe, Doug's Glue Guzzler? Our tribe, we definitely have a couple girls uh, that we've uh, met up with that we do reoccurring situations with. Now, it used to be one in Kansas City, as I recall. Do you have anyone locally? And if so, could you pass that along to me? We, we've lost Miss Kansas City. Um, what happened we there? We do have a new uh, Mrs. STL that we are uh, currently playing around Now, you with. said Mrs. Is she married? Oh, no, sorry. Miss STL. Okay. So how did you meet her? So another thing, you mentioned Field last week. Yeah, somebody texted in. I had never heard of that. Doug, is yeah, it F-E-E-L-D or is it F-I-E-L-D? I just don't know. I just Ooh. don't know. Ooh, cool, good, good question. That I before E, phone, except after sure. C. And, yeah. Except or on neighbor and way. Good app. Other good app that honestly has been where all of our success has come from in this world is the Three Fun app. Three Fun. And now, what is what is what, what's the crop of people? I mean, is it is it older and, and a little 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 bulkier? No. I mean, really? I mean, yes, you can find that for sure. So maybe that's why I don't have stories every week because we're a little picky. But we find, have found plenty of beautiful unicorns on this. Really? Of course you have. Of course you have. I'm going to start a fake Tinder account today to see what happens. I thought you already thing. did this sketch. No, but this time I'm going to do single guy looking for a swinging couple that would like a single male to cuck the husband. That's what Jackson did that last August so on Balloon Party. never going to get a swipe. On Balloon Party, you did that? Yes. Didn't you offer your uh, your stick up for love on 101? Yeah, but that was like a, couple, that was like a month ago. That's no, fresh in history. Yeah, so, well, I, mean, I didn't you know, know you did that. I'm yeah, but we covered HD1. Like we haven't done an HD2. Bigger yeah. audience, HD2. Well, you already done it. I'm not going to steal your stuff like some people. <laughs> Who nice. are these people? Shot right Who else there? Is wow. Is shot? It was such a backdoor breaking ball. Right in the face. Mm. I'd rather read a Cox post than listen to this call. That's from the Wentzville Wing Peaker. What's a Cox post? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's a Cox post on the post uh, on the uh, fan page. But you're not on the fan. Page. No, but I when I was on there, he posts quite a bit. So <laughs> Licks is spot on. This is Tryhard City up in here. That's from DraftKings mm. Cal. Doug's Glue Guzzler, I personally am enamored by your stories, and you say the three fun app is where our audience should go to have threesomes. Absolutely. For one, uh, DraftKings Cal, we play video games together. Oh, oh, put him down! Oh, oh, cut his mic! Oh, can we be done with listeners for the day? Oh, 
They're kind of becoming uh, the superstars, and now they're it. just effing around. He and totally got to f off. We plays video games with. Pot him down. I'm oh, done. That's with, a defeated pot him down. I'm uh, done with calling today. So. That's outside it? of Larry, because I know Larry good. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah don't take a day. I'll take a day and have Gosh. to really understand. I don't think I've ever heard Larry cuss. Even out. In, oh, I think I. Even I out in public, I, I never heard him cuss. Well, that's good. Love me some Larry. <laughs> Does this guy have any SEC crude <laughs> takes? That's from Alan Dadeville. This fraud is a liar. Hang up and frolic your way through 270 morning rush hour blindfolded. That's from like Sissimi Timbers. No, I, like I, I think he's a real. He's a good dude. This guy's a complete loser. That's from Dirty Chewbacca. Hmm. So the listeners aren't happy with him. No. Rarely are callers yeah. welcomed by our yeah. audience, however, <laughs> in the, in the history of the program. Mm-hmm. Uh Hey, Rut, I know you're busy making sure all these stations get on the air, but can you take a look at my jitterbug cricket wireless Android phone and help me set up a fake Tinder account so I can pretend to be looking for a unicorn to have an MFF with? That's from KJ and O-Town. That's funny. Even if, even if Jackson did something similar, you need to do this because we need to hear the stories if yes. you have any success. I'll get no swipes on it. Or the oh, t- you Tinders are... I think Tinder's changed now. Isn't it like people looking for people re- looking relationships, not just a hookup? But if you show that picture of you with the guitar out there by that fountain, you yeah. will get plenty of swipes. Yeah, there'll be people asking, can you at least sign that picture for me? I don't want to do anything with you, but I need a picture signed. <laughs> you think that's what you'd get? <laughs> you imagine that? Is your demographic? <laughs> OMG, I am watching on YouTube, and my four-year-old is with me here. I bet she is going to do drugs now. Oh. What was that? That's from Larry Thornton. So they heard that on YouTube. Oh, no. Well, yeah, you hear it on YouTube. That could be the end. This is the end. Well, if you have your four-year-old listening to the show. My only friend, the end. Parenting tips for you. I dumped it on the... uh, Mother? Yes, son. As long as... uh, On the radio station. Yeah, we're good with that. Okay. F this and F that and the F word. Yeah, Yeah. and a four-year-old would not even know what that word is. Yeah, I know one. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, do we have Larry Nickel since he's texting uh, in? Yeah, uh, happy yeah. with uh, Doug's glue guzzler. Uh, good morning, Larry. I'm here, guys. Well, hello, Larry. I'd like to apologize to you for hearing the F word. Okay. Thank you. All right, Larry. How about if we just uh, say your segment is sometime between seven and nine? Okay. That I will, try to call that, in before that, eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah. That, that way you won't. We won't act like we're. Pushing you off. Did you find Doug's glue guzzler's uh, story to be hot? No. No, I didn't either. (laughs) Just because we don't believe it. I do. Right. As believable as wrestling. Oh, that's not not believable either. No, 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 no. Wrestling isn't real. It isn't. It isn't. Uh, what are you talking about, Doug? I, it seems to get less real every time I see a little bit of it. It looks like it's geared to a very, very young audience. I saw a clip the other day that popped up on my phone of uh, Vince McMahon beating his beating his daughter Stephanie with a lead pipe <laughs> and then choking his wife. Is that real? Because if it is, he got arrested, I'm sure. Uh, it's real to us fans, but not in real life. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's a good right. good explanation. All right. Gotcha then. So what happened last evening on the presentation proper? Well, last night there was an NXT women's title match between Becky Lynch, who is the latest woman to win all four WWE titles. Doug, you know what her nickname is? 
what? The, the man. man. The man. So That's she's a, a beast man, of a woman? Baby. Uh, no, she's no, she uh, is. a station operating in bankruptcy she, within 90 days. She is very oh. attractive, and I love the accent. Okay. It's uh, Gaelic. Would you say Gaelic or Celtic? I... I think I think it's more Celtic than it is Gaelic. No, you think it's okay. Celtic. I wouldn't know the difference, really. I really wouldn't. But anyway. Okay. She did what her husband usually does, and is used a open challenge to anybody who wants to take the NFT women's title from her, and it happened to be Natalia, and of course. Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch wins the match and retains her NXT women's title. Sick. What is NXT? Is that different than WWE? Yeah, that's part of WWE. It's just their developmental brand. Okay. It stands for next? Is that NXT next? No, that was, that was when they had that quote-unquote game show aspect of NXT. It was there for the next big out star. Oh, okay. But it morphed from that into what it is now, an actual wrestling promotion within WWE. Gotcha. Okay. Like it was a metamorphosis. Fun. It sure was. Well, was that the only thing of note that happened during the presentation proper? Well, there were two matches that ended in disqualification. No. Okay. Yeah, the officiating's which, gotten better lately, I feel like. Yeah, one of which was Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And by the way, side fact, Ricochet was originally born in my hometown of Illinois. Oh, is that right? Oh, really? Good fun fact. Yes. <laughs> okay. But anyway... Yeah. Ricochet lost by disqualification because he had he used his steel chair that Shinsuke Nakamura originally introduced into the match. Why do you suppose they keep so darn many steel chairs under the ring? What what would the possible purpose of that be? Uh, Doug, this, this steel chair was not underneath the ring. Where was it? It was stored away in the timekeeper's area. Oh, okay. It hey. just seems so tempting for these stormy combatants. Well, I have guests come up here once they have, you know, contract signings. They need to bring them up on stage. Sure, they do. Okay. And then the other match that was decided by disqualification yeah. was a women's tag team match that pitted the current Lane of Fendi women's tag team champions, Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green, versus Shannon Baylor and Zoe Stark. The disqualification came when Nia Jax, who came back last week and beat up Rhea Ripley, she manhandled Piper Niven outside the ring, which caused the disqualification. And then Nia Jax came in the ring and manhandled the other three women. And she's putting the women's division on notice. Because apparently she wants the Women's World Championship. Oh, okay. So she just came in and just cleaned house. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes that's required, apparently. They then put WD on notice. Yeah. No, it's just the Women's Division. Okay. 
You have the top five country? Yes, I do, Tim. Thanks for asking. No problem. Love to hear him. Number five will be Chile. Okay. Not the restaurant. Gotcha. Uh, Number four will be Greenland. Greenland. Okay. Boy, just really extreme southern nation and then extreme northern nation. It's just fun. Number three will be Australia, which is both a country and continent. Yeah, Australia's been uh, having a a good third quarter, I've noticed. It's a hybrid. Oh, it's their GDP. Yeah, number two will be Canada. Mm -hmm. Number one, wait for it. Wait for it. You guys just remember? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good to see. (laughs) Hanging on by a fingernail. Uh, Larry, God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. Bye, Nixie. In the business, Larry Nickel with us here. Uh, Daddy Padre is arguing with uh, Aaron with the nipple rings in the YouTube chat, Doug. Uh, She says, NBA is better than hockey. Fight me. And he says, in what way? So you can go in there and enter that debate. Take a side. Gosh. Well, maybe she likes basketball better. How's that for an answer? (laughs) Well, that was a quick argument. It's not that tough. (laughs) No, no, there's a lot of controversy to that one. Well, you like what you like. Some people like things, and some people don't like other things. Mm-hmm. And you can like both, but just like one more than the other. That's okay, too. That's kind of where I am. I like watching cricket. Fight me. You like watching cricket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you see that? Yeah, ESPN will show it every once in a while. They will? Mm. FS1 will show it every once in a while. From India? Not always from India. West Indies are very good team that's not india but it's usually west indies caribbean teams that are really good at it what is it about cricket that you enjoy it's just uh it's kind of like baseball camaraderie <laughs> i didn't get it i didn't get it first time i saw when i lived in bermuda they they closed the island down for two days for cricket matches did you ever play yeah it's kind of like baseball but let I me guess, guess you were great at it no i was just all i do is try to hit the ball backwards because you can go either way. Some people try to hit the ball in between the outfielders or you can hit home runs. But if you hit it behind the catcher, he's got to go catch. There's nobody behind there. So he's got to run all the way and get it. So you just try to follow one backwards. And while he's running to go get it, you're just going back and forth from the wickets. Wickets. I like that. Wicket. Wicket. Huh. Wicket style. Okay. Is that Ice Cube? Wicked? I don't know who it is, Tim. I think it is. Jeff Lotman's Wicked. L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N. That's right. Like we're in Southie. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman. Compass Realty. And uh, he is a loyal TMA listener and now a loyal TMA sponsor. It's Jeff Lottman. And uh, he's been doing it for 22 years in the St. Louis area. Half a billion dollars in sales. Jeff Lottman of Lottman Realty. If you are looking to buy a home or to sell your home, work with Jeff. It is so important to have a great real estate agent in a unique real estate market right now, and you can work with one of the best in the area, and his name is Jeff Lottman. He's an advertiser here on TMA. He's with Compass Realty, and that's a luxury brand, and he went to Compass to start St. Louis's Compass office and expand the luxury brand. And luxury's not about price. Luxury's about experience. Think about that. No, it's not about Price. Price. It is about experience. That's right. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And that's what Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty Offer, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Now he's got three double letters there, the F's and Jeff. 
the T's and the N's in Lotman. No. Why do you suppose that's a thing? Why do you? We don't need those extra letters. Jeff, call in and explain it. Defend yourself. Well, it's not just him. There are other people oh. that have double letters that, that aren't really necessary. Why do you think that's part of the language? Well, you're like bashing Wainwright for a 200th win, kind of. It's a, a sponsor. You can, you can do whatever no, you want. No, it's not just him. It's just any name that has, like, oh, your last name, M-A-N-N, at the end. What, what's the deal with the second N? I have two T's at the end of my last name. Why? Think about that. You don't need it. I don't know. Maybe that's how they spelt it. Etymology, Doug. We talked about it yesterday. No, it's not the study of insects. That's insects. entomology. I'm talking... Et- Etymology. A lot There's, of times when you come over, you get into Ellis Island, they change the way they spell it. That's correct. When you go through Ellis Island now. I suspect those are names that they didn't change, and they're spelled differently in uh, German than well, they are most here. the immigrants that came over to Ellis Island. I yeah. wear that Mick like a scarlet letter. Still discriminated against. But it's not M-C-C-K-E-R-N-A-N-N. N N A N N. You don't need two N's. You don't need two C's. Why sometimes do we give it two letters? Jackson. Um, Maybe they did just, just like Corleone. They changed his name Corleone. Well, I, I that understand wasn't his that name, they, but they changed it when they came to Ellis Island. I understand it gets changed, but I don't think people are adding letters when they came to Ellis Island. Or if you're young, and how do you spell that? They didn't know. They just started putting T's and M's in there and Jeffs, FFs. I don't think so. Yes. I think mostly they're probably German names that had, that had those extra letters. It's really something interesting to dive into. Yeah, maybe we'll do that in the upcoming 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> okay. Tease it. It is 828. We'll close out the Munganass St. Louis Hack here in Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Jackson and I will have Taylor Twelman with uh, us coming up, uh, brought to you by Together Credit Union on Balloon Party. And, of course, talk it over with Adam, uh, not with Adam Wayne, about Adam Wayne, right? That's coming right on 101 ESPN. This is Ryan Kelly, morning after from Nickelodeon Studios.